Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 119. And we have Scott back. Thank God we have Scott back. So I lied last week when I said Scott was going to be gone. And I also lied about the fact that we're going to have a mid-season finale for Preacher. (laughs) Because we're not doing that either. (laughs) 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 We're just going to keep trucking. Yeah, so Kim, you're you're yeah, you really kind of slipped up at the end there. Huh? I did, I did. Yeah. I don't know why. Sounds like it sounds like you guys had a lot of fun over the last uh, week or so. Ross <laughs> was in prime prime shape for the we, podcast. We had fun trying to produce. Yes, we did, and they, they, nice. we got him out there. That's all I gotta nice. say. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ross. <laughs> thanks for filling in, and thanks for being on planet Earth for there for a little while. Um, Ross was in a lot of pain. So he was in a lot of pain. He was a trooper. Uh. Full disclosure, he was on our last podcast, but <laughs> there was no audio, <laughs> so <laughs> it ended up being me and Stuart on the podcast episode, so there you go. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, there's some Easter eggs in there. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if you can find them. <laughs> oh, uh, Ross's contributions were in spirit only. Yes. Yeah, he, he kept us in good spirits. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> so how was your uh, yeah, trip? Yeah, it's, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. I uh, kind of miss doing this. It's been a little while. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, yeah, it's getting a little like I was talking to people and they were like, why are you talking to me about, <laughs> sir? And, uh, Especially since they didn't speak English. They didn't speak English. <laughs> they had no idea what preacher was. And I kept saying things like, man, could you believe what happened to... To, uh, to Hitler. Her star. Her star. I mean, could you believe her star? And they're kind of like, uh, sir, can you sit over there? Eat your fondue somewhere else. That's right. That's right. Please move along, sir, before I call the police. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's good to be back amongst the uh, English. Good. Well, um, did, did you have some good beers while you were there? Scott was in Switzerland, by the way. Yes, I had a lot of good beers while I was there. Good. Um, I even had one beer. Um, well, I saw you posted the Zermatt beer. Yeah, there was that one, but there was one that was the really Matterhorn. interesting, and I'll post a picture on our website um, that was a fireman's beer that had directions for drinking it on the can. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Interesting. It told you how to you know, drink the beer, how to put out the fire within you. But then it also told you... Some alternative fires you could put out with the beer if you needed to, like if your soccer ball caught on fire. <laughs> 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 I hope so, you took a picture uh, yeah. of this can. 
Yes, I will, I'll post that one okay, because it is good. a riot. And, uh, and unfortunately, I didn't follow the directions and spilt it on myself. But that, that, <laughs> that goes on. You're, You're on fire. On You're on fire. So what, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, what am I drinking tonight? Um, you know what, honestly, guys, it's been a while, and I couldn't remember if I drank this one on our podcast or not. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to reality, Scott. Yeah, really. Uh, it must have been a good one. Excuse me if I've been here before. That's right. Um, this is from uh, Fort George Brewery in Astoria, Oregon. It's called The Optimist. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Yep, I've had that. That's and a good one. Actually, I think maybe you guys had one of these, didn't I you? I think we, yeah, I think I might have had one before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I mean, it is, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a Northwest IPA, of course, um, so it's very crisp. But, um, but yeah, it's really delicious. Um, I tell you one thing I discovered when I was over in Switzerland is, um, as much as I do like the Swiss beers, I really like the American IPAs much better. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty much, mo- because of the German purity laws and mm-hmm. so forth, um, most everything you get over there in Germany and Switzerland is a Pilsner or a lager, light lager or something like that. It's There's all- not much of a craft brew scene. Yeah, well, it all has like there. a distinct flavor to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it, that region. Yeah, it's like drinking a little bit better uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon a lot of times. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, uh, very good ger- German beers. I but, know where um, I need to move. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so it was, uh, I, I was happy to get back to uh, some of our American ales. Good. Uh, good. Good stuff. How about you, Kimmy? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a Pog. Pog? Yeah. Which it's stands for? Passion Fruit Orange Guava. It's the, oh, my um, God. Which is um, a basement... It's the Basement IPA from Scofflaw Brewing Company, and it's really, really good. It's It's got citrus in it, of course, but it's not overwhelming, mm-hmm. so it's not too sweet. What is what is the Basement brewery? It's just the, What does that mean? No, it's just Basement, basement I, IPA. Basement IPA. It's Sc- shh, don't ask about what's happening in the yeah, basement. Really. Stop asking, Scott. Jesus. It's No, it's called it's Scofflaw Brewing Company, and they're actually, where are they out of? Winchester, uh, yeah, Ohio. Ohio. They're out of Ohio. Hmm. Um, hmm. But yeah, we. Sounds I think like there is a lot a going on there. Time ago. But yeah. it's a good one. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try. There's a lot going there. Try reading the can. It's next to impossible. Seriously. Um, and I've got <laughs> Wicked Weeds uh, Lieutenant Dank India Lieutenant Pale Ale. Lieutenant Dank. Yeah, I like. I like some Lieutenant Dank. It's good. It's good. I mean, it's you know, Wicked Weed uh, out of Asheville has some very um pungent fragrant mm-hmm. beers um and yes. this one this one actually the flavor like kim was saying it doesn't have a ton of flavor it's actually kind of a light it's not it's not as rich of a flavor mm-hmm. but man it still has that smell oh it's, <laughs> it's definitely yeah it See, has the smell taste part to it that's yeah, for sure. I definitely totally disagree with you really on the i don't i'm not a fan of this beer wow. i didn't say you'd had to like it or not i'm just saying well, that I you mean, smell it, just, it, a lot. it doesn't have that normal ipa taste and i was really mm-hmm. disappointed Really? I tasted it, yeah. Right. Wow, Kim. Sorry. Anyways, okay, one thumb up, one thumb down then, I guess, on, on Wicked uh, Weeds. Well, Lieutenant no, two Dank. thumbs up. I'm, I like it. Okay, two thumbs up. Okay, cool. Kim's wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> as simple as I'm that. Lieutenant Dank. <laughs> okay, let's get to what we're here for, and that is 
Creature, Season 3, Episode 7, Hitler. Hilter. Ah. What? That's his name. Hilter. Oh, David Hilter. David Hilter. I understand. Okay, but the episode is Hitler. Yes. Okay. So what did y'all think? Which I was weird when I printed this one out, and I had it sit on my desk at work. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, and I printed suck. out at work. <laughs> and, and you have something that in bold type that says Hitler sitting on your desk. That's right. I had it on my screen on my computer at <laughs> and work. And your boss is from Poland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not good. That's bad. <laughs> you were doing a term paper. Don't worry about it. I was like, oh, yeah, look at the... Oh, stop looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was... I'm, I'm glad to have uh, Hitler back. That was a mm-hmm. great, um, great scene with him and, and his speech. Uh, in and, the subway uh, shop? Yes. No, that was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, the uh, I guess the confrontation between Airstar and Grandma was great and intense. Um, mm-hmm. No, I thought this was a good episode. I think it was there was a lot of build up to what's coming, you know, in the next couple episodes. I think, but I, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I I feel the same way. There was just so much involved in this episode that uh, you 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 could not be bored. I guess, and the stuff with Cassidy and Nicarius was probably my favorite parts. Um, a little bit so of Airstar and the mo- um, the um, Grail. I almost said the mm-hmm. Mafia, <laughs> um, but. I loved everything about this episode. So it's actually going to be hard for me to come up with a miss for this one. Well, you, the other thing I wanted to bring up was we did have a, a listener that I think one of the things that we didn't touch on, and I know Scott's going to be like, oh, yeah, I knew that. But we had um, Airstar. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> he oh. keeps changing out all his hats, like, through the past hmm. few episodes. He keeps yes. going with different hats. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, why has he got different hats? And then we saw that he had that crease on his head. Yeah, from the he, shot. I knew it. See, that's why we needed Scott. He got shot oh. by he got shot by tulip. Yeah, and I completely forgot. Shot yeah, he shot him right down the center of the head, and we had yep. forgotten about that. And one of our uh, listeners, Seth, um, off Twitter, <laughs> had actually pointed that out. He's like, "You got shot, idiots!" Yeah, his head his head looks like a penis now. Yeah, which yes, Seth stop calling us idiots. It's not cool. <laughs> well, you know the shoe fits. We may be idiots, but you don't have to be rude. No, actually, he didn't. He just said. He just pointed it out. We're supposed to know all the details, right? We are supposed to know. We act like we know stuff, but we don't. Right? I mean, I definitely don't. Do I? I don't no, act like I know don't. anything, do I? Okay. No. I we fake it until we make it. Okay, yep. that's right. All right, so what did you think, Scott? Um, I thought it was horrible. What? You did not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I thought it was fantastic. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I have, um, having been on vacation, I've had to catch up real quick on, on several of the episodes. And um, I got to tell you... Watching the last three episodes in in in, in uh, close proximity has been fun mm-hmm. <laughs> because they've really built into each other so well. Um, I love this episode. Uh, I love Hair Star. I think he's he's my favorite character right now. Um, his lines are just a riot. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and I you know the the stuff with Tulip and um, Lara was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not not the best. I I actually was more interested or more laughing my ass off at Laura trying to suck up to Air Star all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he was like, "Why?" I know. Why? I know. <laughs> uh, but uh, I thought I thought that was great. Um, oh, the kiss goodbye thing. You mean? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll call you from the plane. Yeah. Why? I'll text you. <laughs> that, was, that was very uh, awkward. But, yeah, I thought uh, I thought he was fantastic, and I just <laughs> died laughing at Hitler. Hitler was hilarious. Yes. Did you notice the button he was wearing? 
No. He's working at Subway, and it says, <laughs> had a button on it said, keep calm and grind her on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because that's, that's their, their Subway but is Grinder, Mr. Grinder House Subway. or something. Huh? Right, it's right. It's a subway, subway knockoff. Yeah, it's, no, thing, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a sub place. But yeah, it's Grinder something, right? Mr. Right. Grinder or something, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Grinder House or something. Yeah, it says keep calm and Grinder on. <laughs> Damn, that just made me laugh my ass off. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then when, um, yeah, I mean, just all about that scene was just funny as hell to me. <laughs> all that stuff in there. Aw, I'm so glad you're back, Scott. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank making you. me laugh already. <laughs> There was so much more to talk about. Well, let's go ahead and talk about Hitler then, because there is so much that happened with that whole scene. Right. So, uh, first of all, Hitler was the employee of the week. David. Yes. What is it? Hilter. David Hilter. Hilter. Yeah. Hilter. David Hilter. That's going to trip me up. Well, yeah, when the guy comes in, when his boss, his manager comes in. What a douchebag. (laughs) He's telling him to cover for him while he goes right. sees his lady carousing yes. he's gotta hit that that girl from Target with yeah. his mm-hmm. horrible toupee yes. on his head yes. <laughs> it always looks like it's shifting around as he's moving don't, and, you don't, lo- and you love listening to Hitler he's like sure I'll cover while you hit that yes <laughs> <laughs> but don't you wonder though like is there like does that happen in fast food world, where oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, did you yeah. not work in fast food yeah, world? Yes, no, I did not. I I did, and yes, it does. Yes, you missed where I was talking about last week. I think it was, or the week before, that I lasted for four days in a restaurant because I can't stand touching other people's food. I worked in a mm. bar, and I remember being uh, a supposed to be a kitchen of four, three people, and covering for two people at one time. Mm-hmm. Like during mm-hmm. a rush <laughs> and having to do all the cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it happens. It happens. My, one of my first jobs was, well, one of my f- second job, I should say, was working at Wendy's. And uh, and I was, uh, my friends started calling me the party disaster because <laughs> I would work late at night and then there would be a party to go to and I'd go to the party and I'd smell like burgers and everybody get hungry and leave. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta bring something, man. I know, seriously. That's oh, what, I did. I dropped a lot of chicken in the fryer that's right what before I was we were say, about you to close. Throw a bunch of stuff on right at the end, like oh. My family closed. used to love when I came home because I had all these chicken sandwiches. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Yes, um, but yeah, Hitler. Hitler's return was fantastic, and it's great to see. Um, it was good to see Hitler revert to his Hitler. Uh, Persona. Yeah, it didn't yeah. take very long. I thought you were going to say Hitler Youth. No. Oh, yes. That was Hitler Youth. <laughs> that would have been good too. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, when, yeah, when he starts just getting in, yeah, getting into his speech. Yeah. Yeah. But it was great to get him back into being Hitler again. Yeah. It was scary at the same time. <laughs> it was very scary because he was way into it. I mean, even like his clenching hands and everything. Oh, yeah. He was so into that, I, I don't remember the actor's name, but um, he's he's been awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. And series. I love the scene where he's 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 going into his German speech like that. And the and the the other workers from the other places are sitting there like on the boxes and stuff, listening to him. Yeah. And the one guy goes, yeah, man. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, hell yeah. Like he completely understood what he was saying. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, when he was writing his plans out on the napkins. Yes. 
I froze that so that I could see like yes. whose names he was writing down. It was like yes. all those people that were sitting outside yeah. with him. There was uh, the uh, the SS chief was going to be Rick from Circuit Circuit, Circuit Works. Works. Yeah. Yes. Well, who was the, the one that said, yeah, was, I agree, man. Yeah. yeah. And yep. the finance minister was going to be Nina from Discount Warehouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. So he didn't he didn't even put the other guy on there, the girl, no. I guess. I, he didn't get a chance to yet. Did you see the invasions, too? He was going to invade Canada and Mexico. And Mexico. And so <laughs> yes. Well, he did awesome. not let go of his. He did not let go of his anti-Semitism at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, no. My boss is Jewish, and he is wrong. It's a woman, <laughs> <laughs> and he is the problem. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, and Hitler tries to entice him to be in his cat. Tries to entice the Saint of Killers to be in his cabinet. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to go back now. This is the time. Yeah. So that was a great beginning to the to the episode for sure. But it was also nice that Eugene was like, "I should have never let you out of hell." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Eugene still has a good soul to him. Little puppy Eugene pops out from the behind of yeah, Saint of like, Killers. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of is, uh, you know, the movie Step Brothers. Yes. When Will Ferrell goes on his job interviews and and his stepbrothers behind him and and the lady's like, "Who's that behind you?" And yeah. he comes out, sticks his head out, and he's like. Hello, lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Eugene doing that. <laughs> Hello, Hitler. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God, that was great. Good scene, good scene. So, uh, it was very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess now that, that uh, Santa Killers has both of them, we can only bet that he's going back and he's going to have his freedom to go after the preacher in the next coming episodes. But where yeah, is he walking to? He's going back to hell. He's taking him back to hell. He's taking him to hell. That must be the route to hell. I don't know. That's a really long route. Can't they just like open a portal or something? They don't make it easy. It is hell. It is hell. Yeah. I mean, you don't. You don't. I mean, everything about hell is bad. I think it's a long march to hell. Any way you look at it, it's going to be a long march. They don't have like an hell. elevator. I'm just saying that. Well, they had an elevator. They did have an they elevator. They did have an elevator. I'm just saying that if you want people to come back quickly after they've escaped, like mm-hmm. don't Satan you should be doing something necessitate that happening quickly well we do know that the saint of killers is kind of a slow mover yeah so he takes his time like open up uh uh the sewer hole and jump down into it he's like pepe le pew kim you're getting way too specific on that stuff he always gets his man He's slow, but he gets his There's money. so many opportunities for Eugene and Hitler to escape at this point. Yeah, they're There's not There's also anywhere. so much time for them to build dread as they head towards Hitler. Exactly. Or, or towards hell. Yeah. They already got Hitler. <laughs> they already got Hitler. Going toward Goebbels, maybe. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Goebbels. Propaganda man. Wow. <laughs> Way to drop some names. Mm-hmm. The scene with... Um, um, Jesse and Tulip when they're on the dock and it's an aerial view yes, of yes. Sabina on the death pyre. Oh, right. I had, yeah. Yep, and yep. she's going With the out gas draining out. Yeah, she's going out into the swamp. That is probably my favorite scene. So really? pretty. It was so mm-hmm. pretty. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was very pretty. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a cool idea with the gas and so forth, too. Yep. Well, just to see her body like wrapped in the white 
Um, with the flowers and white all cloth, stuff. Mm-hmm. yeah, and just well, the colors and stuff. Yeah, I think really the good. nice thing was that when she said, "Yeah, I'm sorry that happened," he's like, "Yeah, I am too." I know. So you know, it was like you know, for him having to kill. It was her, a genuine moment. Yeah, where he where he had to kill her because her soul was drained. I mean, he's doing it for her at that point. But it was also nice of Tulip to understand that Jesse's right. going through something, and this yeah. is his ex girlfriend. Yep. Right. And for her to actually be nice for a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't get many of the, the real serious moments in the show, that's for sure. So that was that was right. a good one. I do think I'd like for them to spend um, less time discussing the curse of the O'Hares because I, I don't quite buy that because yeah. she's also done a ton of stuff on the show that's been very lucky and so forth. Um, it's just I think they're excuse. trying to force that push, or, you know, trying to force that, that idea in. Yeah. And... Uh, I, it doesn't. It's not necessary. No, it's, and I don't think it's something that they had brought up before, really, in the seasons no. before at all. So them no. having to then all of a sudden kind of interject that now is just their way, I guess, of trying to build up her background. I, I, bit, I, yeah, I guess. But I, I like to think of her more as being the wild card. You mm-hmm. never know what to expect from yeah, her. Exactly. Killing someone with a corn cob, like we always say. Well, yeah, yeah. For Long me, homemade bazooka. I see it as someone who really doesn't have a whole lot of confidence and is compensating by being as violent sure. as she is. And she doesn't have confidence because of her family history. Yeah, but that but doesn't necessarily add to her. It's woman just seems, empowerment. It doesn't seem to really add to her character. It kind of takes away from her character in a way. I guess see, see Kim, I don't see it quite that way. I see, I see that being as a symbol of what has kept Jesse from getting further. The O'Hare curse... And Jesse's association with with her has been has kept him, you know, kept him in her bad luck area. And eh, you know, I don't quite see that. I don't see that. I don't think she's dragged him down. Mm-hmm. I I see Jesse's dragged himself down. Yeah, it's a poor excuse. I was you want to call the curse of Jesse if you want to call it anything because Jesse keeps screwing up. Yep. They've both kind of dragged each other down. Right. Yes. So, but that's what I'm saying. My point is, I don't think that we really need to push the issue that that Tulip has been a major reason why this this curse of the O'Hares has been a major reason why that they keep getting into all these problems and so forth. Yeah, I can see that. It's like, not her fault. Say it's it a couple of times and be done with it. Yeah, exactly. Make it a side gimmick or something like that, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think they can drop that whole thing at this point. And then Jesse kind of said that. He said, I'm tired of hearing about the O'Hare curse. He doesn't believe it either, so moving on. So, um, what do you think about the Acarius thing, since we haven't heard you, what your thought is on uh, Cassidy and, and his new found friend? Um, Lover boy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, I guess it develops a little bit more, a little bit in a different direction in this mm-hmm. episode than what totally. we thought of before. The only, the only, I, I mean, I think the character's great, and and I think his situation in New Orleans is somewhat interesting. I just don't like a serious Cassidy, mm. and this has all made him very serious. Yeah, I like a Cassidy that's that's more, you know, I liked the Cassidy who was who was going around the pool table talking to people. Well, you know, yeah. that's the Cassidy I like, who's who's talking about his past and and making funny jokes and stuff like that. You know, telling the guy how to roll his, his pot, you know, mm-hmm. his his uh, joint, 
you know, stuff like that. Uh, the other stuff is just, I don't know, Cassidy for me needs to be fun. He's, he's been, he's been too gloomy and ser- and serious this uh, season for me. Yeah. I mean, for he, like when we first meet him in the first couple seasons, even he's still, he's completely unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You right. know, and that's, right. and you just like, I mean, you could find him like under a bed somewhere huffing something. And right. so now, exactly. now where he's like very contemplative and like trying to make good decisions, it's like, it is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, a really? weird switch in the it character. It takes the fun out of him. For you me. think so? Because like, I feel like ever since we've known him, he's kind of been two different people where he's like the fun Cassidy who doesn't care about anybody or anything. And then he's like the brooding old mm-hmm. vampire who's upset about the fact that he's even a vampire in the first place. Well, I think they switched him a good bit when he went to New Orleans and found his son again. I think that's where that whole switch kind of happened. Became more serious? For me, yes. Yeah, I think for me, even then though, I think it, no, where it got for me, where it started going into uh, uh, where I wasn't as thrilled with the drift of the character was when he started being at odds with Jesse over Tula. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I was just kind of like I liked Je- I liked Cassidy as the character who wanted to be their friend, mm-hmm. you know the guy that was trying hard to hang out with them to be their friend and stuff like that. The guy that went into the church and started rebuilding it, you know, that's the Cassidy I liked. Who was just zany. Mm-hmm. He was a pain in the ass to have around a lot of times. He was drinking, buddy. Right. <laughs> That's the Cassidy I like. I don't. I, I. I. don't think you need to overdevelop that character. Well, and which again is what they're doing with Tulip. But I mean, mm-hmm. you you can say that, but at the same time, it's like we've seen. You know, we're seeing these characters over three seasons, so I think they feel right. like they have to give them some background. Right, they got to give them more speaking, depth. And yeah, all, more depth. So I I can get it with Tulip. Um, and and I know they're you know if you're a writer for this show you're compelled to develop these characters further mm-hmm. and further. But I really enjoyed Cassidy the way he was, and as you know he doesn't have to be. He's the he's the the fun buddy. Mm-hmm. He's the fun buddy. He's that 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 episode where they're doing the car chase, and Cassidy's the fun buddy in the back seat. Yeah, he's That's still perfect. Yeah, he's still talking about the um, what was the it? foreskins, yeah, the fetus like, foreskins or whatever it was. Yeah, feels and foreskins when they're being chased by cops. Right, and he's yeah. like, oh, I love a car chase. You See, know? this is all very interesting to me because I really like the fact that they are developing these characters as complex as they are. I like to know their backstories. I like to know their inner feelings and why they are the people they are today and why they're making certain decisions that they're making. And well, that's what makes you Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what makes us us. I, guess. I like a little We're bit of it. I like a little bit of so it, but I like I you know I uh, I think what <laughs> is fun about what was fun about the show is just kind of like Scott said like the zaniness, like the the dumb innocence of the characters. Right. But they still have that. Yeah, they still have it. They still have they it. They still have it to an extent. Yeah. Um now we're kind of looking for zaniness uh zaniness from from the characters like TC and and those characters are the ones really bringing our zaniness to us. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I do I do expect that um, the storyline with Icarus will Acarious. be... What's that? Icarus. Icarus. Um, will have an effect to drive uh, Cassidy back to Jesse and Tool. Yeah. 
Yeah. For sure. And I'm very interested in where that's going. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm super interested in what that's up with what's going on there. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that whole twist of him being actually a scary ass guy is cool. I love mm-hmm. it. That was a great twist at the end. Um, even though I, I have to admit, I was enjoying him being a good vampire. Yeah. Same. Being a benevolent vampire. I yep. mean, I, I, I like that. But I didn't, you know, but I didn't, while I was taken aback by him being that, I kind of expected maybe that was coming. Because when he started talking about, when they started talking about the thing about uh, taking people to the airport, that's what it was. It it always sounded to me like something bad was happening to these people. Too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they weren't going to the airport. If they were going to the airport, everybody would go to the airport with them and see them off. Yep. Yep. No. I felt the exact same way. They're taking them on a long ride to to a sh- on a short pier. Yep. And uh, so I kind of had a feeling that was coming, and I you know I was okay with that. Well, I I think I thought it was interesting that if all these people had actually been going to all corners of the earth and setting up these little sanctuaries for people, why do they never hear from them again? And you know, they they never... People leave so quickly, first of all, after they've been changed. It's like what we talked about before, um, last episode or the episode before, about how they need to be trained as vampires. They don't know what they're doing yet, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're fresh, right. they're babies. So he turns them and then they're gone. Yeah, he turns yeah. them and then leaves, lets them leave. What do they know about being a vampire? Well, the only thing I, the only thing I can say there, Kim, is... They've been part of a process for a while. Mm-hmm. Being yeah, in maybe this he's group. been training them and, this time. Right, and that's what I was thinking. He's been preparing these people for that. That's why there's all this legend about they're going to go out to do this stuff and so forth, and that they've been preparing for that issue. Um, no, the compelling piece for me, the compelling piece for me, the big question that I'm really interested in in finding out is, is why is he killing these vampires? Why is he changing them and then killing them? Well, maybe he, belie- maybe he believes... And that was the weird thing, is that maybe he does believe exactly what Cassidy was saying in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Maybe so. He, but he was talking to, about that they were vile creatures and that he right. was the worst of them all. Mm-hmm. But I wanna fi- I wa- I'm very compelled to find out where, where that's going to take us, because I want to hear more about his thinking about vampires. Because mm-hmm. I'm very interested in that. It kind of makes me think that Cassidy's going to come to terms with the fact that he is a vampire. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, he's going to save everybody and, you know, be the hero. But he's going to see this guy as, like, a horrible person for destroying people that are of his brethren, right? right? Mm-hmm. Right, you know? But, but Kim, I'm going to look at it from a little bit different direction. See... Cassidy, a lot of Cassidy's stuff, his his uh, journey on the show has been about um, the fact that he feels he he he's disgusted by himself and by the fact he's a vampire and so forth. I'm interested in finding out, uh, or I I'm I'm thinking that maybe what we're looking at here is that we're seeing Cassidy start to put his faith in in the Karis, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's starting to say. Maybe vampires aren't so bad. Yeah, he's getting sold you know? on, on what he's, yeah, telling, on he's, what he's buying, preaching. He's starting to buy into this thing. And then he's going to have that all ripped out from underneath him. Yeah. Yep. He's going to, and so it's going to, it's going to jolt his confidence again. 
and and he's going to have to you know he's going to come back to Jesse and and Tulip uh, somewhat broken by the experience I would think. I gotta say, who who is this Catholic underground mafia group that was like the hitman <laughs> hit group? That, I love they're the all like, like, yeah, they're all like pumping iron and stuff. Like, <laughs> that down was below awesome. the confessional. The I love the that nun. because yeah, yeah, the I nuns have, like at the punching bag and stuff. I have always, <laughs> always in my bones felt that there is something like that in the world. <laughs> well, when the nuns beat my ass, it felt like it. I know, but I mean, think about it. Like, there's a whole group of Catholic priests that do exorcisms, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to be like <laughs> trained. You have to be trained, yeah. And you have to be uh, like approved mm-hmm. by the Pope to yeah. do exorcisms. And then you have to actually be requested by the Pope to do an exorcism. So, so I can feel you like think there's like a Catholic hit squad out there? I do. I honestly have forever felt this way. Yeah, that's that awesome. there is a sect of the the papal mm-hmm. whatever that um, goes out and s- does the dirty deeds of I the think Pope. Sister Julia was one because she had that brass ruler and my knuckles were like well, fist. Sister Satan, too. I have to cool. say that the... the Writer of the comic book, I don't know anything about him, and I probably right. should know a little bit more. We should do some research. He had to have grown up Catholic. Oh, for oh, sure. Yes. Oh, yes. For sure. With oh, yeah. how much influence there is in that, yes. Yeah. And, like, the comparison to other Christian religions and all that kind of stuff, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and it was not a good experience for him. No. Was it a good experience for any of us? The All-Father the all, the all all is a dead giveaway as to what he thinks <laughs> yes, about Exactly. That's why we're church. all not practicing anymore. The gluttony, <laughs> the gluttony of the church was the All-Father. Yeah. But I thought that was awesome. And even the one of the guys, the main guy, he looks familiar. Like, he's been in some stuff before. But Which, I the, oh, the main, the main priest yeah. that's down the there? The main monsignor? With, yeah. yeah. But the best yeah. was the one, uh, the nun, when he first came downstairs. And the mm-hmm. nun was, like, punching the, the punching yeah, bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. With her habit on. <laughs> uh-huh. So, now, did they all get taken out? Did any of them get away? I mean, I know no, that... No, they all got taken no, out. Nobody got, got uh, away. They all got see, taken uh, out. That been Except fun. for Hoover. Because, you know what it did? It reminded me of when we first did meet Cassidy. And he mm-hmm. is being hunted by all the guys on that plane. Right. And we mm-hmm. never found... Um, that group that was hunting him again. Right, right. So and I don't know if we were meant to. Yeah, it was I don't more think just so to just to show us that Cassidy but was they, just wild. They were ass. definitely giving clues to okay, he's mm-hmm. being hunted, you know, and, and there was certain things that, that he was. Well, you know, Stu. And I guess he it was the Bible. He kind of said that. that notes he, and stuff. He, signed, he kind of brought that up to Icarus about the fact that, um, you know, when he was telling him, "Hey, this isn't just some fringe vampire killing group." That's mm-hmm that's out there mm-hmm. this is a this is a worldwide organization you know so he's dealt with that kind of stuff yep. and so has so is Karis, i'm sure so you know they that's what he was trying to point out to him is that uh this is a little bit bigger than just this group that might try to whack you at some time yeah now keep in mind you know maybe the nun did survive because she only got taken out by a tranquilizer mm, that's true True. I, I did like that he said he built up a tolerance and then like yeah. him out of his chest. I love the, I love the fact that they, Cassidy's just standing there and all of a sudden there's a dart and then yeah. there's yeah. three like, darts he's and he's kind of looking at it going, Ow. 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 <laughs> Can I also point out that I loved his um, striped tank top? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> because it reminded me of The Greatest Showman. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. It was kind of reminding me like some kind of Gangs of New York thing. Yeah, going on there. exactly. Yeah. From the same era. <laughs> yep. I loved nice. it. And I, I also like Icarus's get up, even though I think it's very cliche, which is intentional, of course. Yes. But, yeah. Yes. And then the whole coffin thing was very funny, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. When he presents him with a coffin, this mm-hmm. is yours if you want it, and it, he's talking about the interior and how it's like the finest of whatever. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> finest silk, Persian silk, Persian and silk, yeah, he's trying velvet. Nice. But Cassidy's response to it was what was really funny when he was like, "Seriously, mm-hmm. coffins? Like I sleep on the bathroom floor." <laughs> he's like, "You really sleep well, on these?" <laughs> but you know, at the time when he was saying that, I was thinking, "Man, he's being pretty damn rude." But then he recovers and he says, but, yeah. but you know, I really appreciate this. Yeah, he does. He and goes, see, it was a nice touch. That's yeah. what I like about this whole thing about Cassidy mm-hmm. being serious. Like, he's a really nice guy. Like, he's a guy you'd want to go out and have drinks with and, like, chum around with. I he's... still like the I like the I like the Cassidy talking to the guys around the pool table. That guy's great. I agree, but he's kind of the same guy. I don't think I'd last very long with him. You'd Especially when like... he starts, like, huffing free on and stuff. It's like, whoop. By Stuart. <laughs> you were saying you don't remember remember if you drank that beer earlier. That's right. I was, yeah. So I was taking some acid before I came over here earlier. He is pretty harsh. Oh, yeah. There was a guy in high school that I remember we said, uh, have you ever huffed Freon? And he said, I don't remember. <laughs> nice. Nice. And that was the principal. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a good school. It's a good Catholic school. Good Catholic school, <laughs> exactly. So um, let's let's delve a little bit into um, before we get, take a break. Let's delve a little bit into uh, hair star and grandma because that's a there's a uh, meeting of the minds going on there or a meeting of wills going on there. Yeah. And hair star is is doing everything he can do to play her. To placate her and to talk her into it and so forth. Grandma's um, not giving up anything. No. Um, and not something that she's not going to get some major benefit out of. So it's not like a 50-50 thing that she wants. She wants everything um, if you're, if you're going to take a little bit from her at all at this point. Right. And mm-hmm. I think the <laughs> when she puts the pee line out on him... The catheter mm-hmm. line. Yes, the catheter line. Oh. That was, that was a, a very he, nice touch. He handled yes. it with class. He did. He yes. had a tissue at the ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Hairstar does that. I mean, he. it's obvious after watching the last couple of air episodes, he has to deal with that crap all the time. Yeah, well, he's been dealing with Humperdew this entire time. He's so been yes. dealing with Humperdew. <laughs> he's been dealing with the All-Father. Um, you just kind of have to... Which you caught Bend the Humperdue backwards drawing the his, or writing his name on, with poop on the wall. Yes. <laughs> and they so said, his, said before. He said, yeah, he said, is that his poop? And just said, well, yeah, amongst others. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I liked uh, his offer where he, <laughs> where he's saying that he'll, you know, get whatever she needs and maybe possibly right. a, what did he say, a talk show? He's like, that yeah. would yeah, be an email. A TV, show. a TV show. A TV show, that would be an email. <laughs> <laughs> a quick email. <laughs> his incredible character, awesome actor, and his yeah. delivery is impeccable. That was oh, a really yeah. good impression, by the way. Yeah, thanks. I've been working. No, I haven't been working on it, but I'll try. 
Yeah, Hairstar is. I think Hairstar is uh, probably my favorite character at the moment. He's, yeah, he he's, is. He's really he is good. Killing me every time he comes on the screen. Uh-huh. But uh, he definitely is has a um, he has a, a tough cookie to deal with with Grandma. But I will tell you this: I do think the whole Grandma story and so forth ha- has been minimalized. Really? Minimalized. What do you mean? Yeah, I think I think the real conflict and all we're dealing with here is dealing more with Hair Star and and the church and yeah and what's going on on that side the Messiah. Oh, yeah, I mean this whole so season forth. actually it's been like how do you get out from under the grasp of Grandma? And yeah, right. I, I wish I actually wish that they would have gotten away from her like a while ago. Right. Yeah, it's oh, just really? dra- yeah, I'm it's dragging. This. I know, but. No, okay, okay. As the I'm viewer, not so much. as the viewer, it's all—it's kind of painful because you're like, God, how are they going to get out of this? Right. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I mean, it is. It's because you're because it does it it um you know it drags it out a little bit longer. But it's like, I just want them to get out of it now. Like you know, just mm-hmm. go. Right. And and they're not. They're not going to until the end of this. And you got to you got to admit the whole thing with the Messiah and and the church on it is so much more funny. Yes, it is. And zany. It's the more grail. zany, but I don't like that storyline as much as the grandma storyline. Well, you're just whack. Well, okay. Well, the whole the whole um, start. I was gonna say the genesis of this. Nah. The whole uh, first two seasons has been them searching for something, and this whole season they haven't been able to search for anything really. No, they've, they've been just bogged been, down trying been, to get out of yeah. grandma's grasp. They're exactly. searching for a solution. They've been stuck. Right. They've mm-hmm. been stuck. But they aren't figuring out what's going on with God, other than uh, a couple instances where True. Tulip is. And Kim, you you said you said a while back that you weren't as interested in the God story, right? Where I'm the opposite. I'm more interested in that God story. I wanna I wanna find out what's going on with the Grail. I wanna find out what's going on with the Messiah. I wanna find out what what God's out there rolling mm-hmm. around doing. That's I'm I'm more interested in that than uh with uh grandma. Even though I do enjoy the characters, I do enjoy T C and so forth, but I wanna see the all father eating some more. Now well That yeah. storyline doesn't seem to be changing much. I mean No, it's not. I'm other excited. than T C T C running with naked with a goat was great. That was, that was good. I'm excited about the All Father storyline and I love Airstar, but the God thing right now has no bearing on anything for me. And Grandma, TC, and Jody, who cares? Grandma, TC, and Jody are like, they're the comic relief right now. Grandma's uh-huh. not comic relief, but. Yeah, but it's like dark. But Grandma isn't. She's Grandma so for me is just excruciating all the time. Yeah, she no, is. she's so interesting. Like, what is. What is. Is going to kill her? Well, what is going to kill her? But yeah, but like, <laughs> why is she doing the things that she's doing? Like, what was she like when she was younger before this whole Angelville I don't, started? I don't care. I don't really care. Kill her. I do. I want to know the motivation behind what she's doing and why she's doing it. I want I mean, to know if we... there's like some way to taint one of these souls to kill her when she tries to eat it. Like, I just, I just want her to die. Honestly. She's, she's going to have to die she's at pure some evil. point. Exactly, right. but you already DC, have you have evil with Aristari, you have evil with the All Father, that are more interesting uh, pathways to take the storyline right now. Grandma Evil is like you can't get out from under it. She's just the cloud that's hanging over all, things. All we need right now is Jesse to get his Genesis back so that he can 
make her release him. That's it. That's all that's going to happen. No. So what I'm interested in is like TC loves her for some reason. He does Uh the role playing with her. Obviously, he's had sex with her before. You know, there's a reason he's sticking around. He's what is as, that reason? He's as sharp as a box full of empty baskets. But also Jody. Like, <laughs> why is Jody stick, sticking around? Jody has mm-hmm. more going for him than TC does, obviously. And so even after the the tombs have closed and Jesse has left the scene and the three of them are left by themselves for all these years, why do the two of them stick around with Grandma? That's the problem, Kim, for me. It, I was compelled for that stuff, but it's taking so long to get that story out. Ugh, I love I, it. I mean, I, to me, it's just, it's just like, uh, okay, I, I, I was very compelled to find out what was going on with Jody. I'm not so compelled anymore. I do love, though, the fact that he had those uh, sleeping shades on during the yes, plane flight. Yes, yes. I, now, see, now sure. I like, and I think it's funny that he's going with those two. Same. Right. Um, and uh, I... If if Grandma dies and TC and Jody stick around, I'd be happy with that. Right. Because I think those two are great. The Grandma right. character... Oh, I agree. The Grandma character needs to go away. No, Unless only, something only more the... compelling happens there. Unless yes. something... That's where it is for me. I mean, I'm not saying that they don't have the potential to be compelling. I'm just kind of getting tired of the pace of that storyline. Yes. I, I, you know, I, I'm... Okay, we've already established that it was a weird-ass upbringing for jesse and that there was all kinds of crazy evil crap going on in that home and he was tied to it and we've got our zany character swamp people and so forth okay grandma we, can control that everyone while. she yes. can control everyone so right okay we got it we, we got all that stuff so let's 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 move along either give me some twist in that story that is really interesting or let's end it and move into the next step Seth, I think you like the grandma character because uh, because of what? It's New Orleans, and it's scary grandma character. It is, and she's very manipulative. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see. I mean, other than like the evil stuff, where like you know Tulip, if if she if Tulip kills her, then Tulip dies, which was entertaining. the The most entertaining scene was when. TC all of a sudden got dressed up in his uh, rebel outfit and they were going to role play. Right. Yeah. I mean, that right. was like, as far as how the show kind of runs and, uh, you know, as, as the viewership Kim, of this show, you know, it's, right. it was Kim, funny. I think where one of the compelling pieces has been taken away from her and maybe she can reestablish it. I don't know. But the, the one thing she's carried through her earlier part is that she's in control of the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now, I, I see a lot of where she doesn't necessarily understand the situation around her, you know, not understanding what Genesis is, um, you know. Well, not, I think she does. She does. I think she Genesis does. Is. I think she's was, starting to. Well, TC no, asked, and he said, "I know that." And I know she that. said, "Well, who who asked about right. Genesis?" Because I think she knows what Genesis right, is. Right, 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 right. But she's not been controlling this. This she's reacting to this stuff now. Before it was like she had the great grand overview of everything. She knew what was going on and so forth, but now she's losing that. You know, even even the fact that Jesse's leaving, she doesn't really know what what Jesse's what Aaron's Jesse's doing for Hair Star. Mm-hmm. She's kind of you know uh, you know you can't leave 
or I'll rip you in half and steal your soul and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, but she doesn't really know. It's not it's not uh, public relations like Harry Star said. That the the um, Angelville is very horror feeling. Yeah. To it, and I'm you know I mean even though there is a lot of horrific things that happen on the show, I feel like they I I, I want them to get out of the the trap of the the horror area. And, and as a horror fan, I it's, it's tough. I agree with you, but you know what the the first two seasons of the show has been around more zany characters yep. and craziness and so forth. And I think, yeah, the uh, the Grail represents more of that stuff. I just feel like Grandma has not really had much interaction with some with people like the people that are in the Grail. Mm-hmm. And so she's all yes, she's always been in control, but now she's realizing like there's a little bit more going on than what she knows about. So, do you think that her character is going to be more entertaining because of this kind yeah. of door opening to her? Yeah. Okay. I do. I can that that could, that would be better. I could agree with that. Because she's going to be possible. confronted with things that she has no control over. Grandma um, confronting the All Father. That could be funny. That would be awesome. <laughs> or even God, for that matter. Yeah. If God came to her, like she. What if be they like, started dating? What if Grandma and All Father started dating? Oh God, no. That could be awesome. I just one's threw peeing a everywhere. Bit in my mouth right one's now. peeing everywhere. One's throwing up everywhere. Ugh, God. <laughs> yeah okay uh maybe on that note we'll take a break and we'll be right back you do need a break i do need a break i need to crack my beer open there we go (laughs) (laughs) nice sound effect i love it i need to crack my beer open i was waiting for a while for that one back um so guys the one thing we didn't get into was uh was uh tulip and featherstone heading off to japan yeah you know i thought it was um i was uh, a little confused at the fact that it was so easy for tulip to agree to go hmm. you know well, i mean she like just followed the order of like oh yeah sure I'll, i guess i'll go I mean, well, she I wasn't think the happy thing was, about it but well i think that th- the thing there, Stu, is that she was challenged with the breaking and entering. Right. I think that, too. And that piqued her interest. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And so, yeah, you know, I think that's what, what got it going on there. And then she and Laura being such pissants to each other actually got them shipped out together. I, I, I know you guys don't like that interaction between the two of them in this episode but i thought it was hilarious i do like the interaction between the two of them i thought it's been good too yeah and And the fact that her nose is still screwed up after all this and i love that they're being like forced together on this 16 hour trip across the ocean yeah and they still have to work together and jody is there for some odd reason but. Yeah, and Laura's Laura has that elaborate backstory, and which uh, of course 
uh, Harry Star kind of cuts her off on, okay, all right. And then yeah. <laughs> Tulip's yeah, whole like... backstory is, I don't know, she chews gum. Yeah. <laughs> Marty Pomerantz. Yeah, exactly. Marty Pomerantz. She always has to be Marty. She's got to be Marty. Got to be Marty. <laughs> and then, then, of course, Harry Star ignores that and said, no, you're Phyllis, whatever. Yeah. Julie. Um, Julie, that's what it is. Julie Phillips, right? I think so. Yeah. I can't remember the last name. <laughs> so they're going off to after Souls for... For grandma at um what's the place called in japan go go happy yeah go go happy, happy soul. soul yeah <laughs> but okay so if they give grandma miss marie all mm-hmm. these souls i mean it keeps her around for a while but she's gonna just keep wanting more i so that's the part where i'm like okay what's the end game here yeah what well what, what gets her to a a, a point where she's satiated yeah, like, or dead. Yeah, right. I don't think I don't think it gets her to a point where it's satiated, and I don't think Harry Star is necessarily caring. Um, he wants to borrow Jesse. He needs Jesse to do the Messiah gig, but I don't think he has a long term plan on saving Jesse. But what's the interaction he just wants between to the Genesis and the hold that Grandma has on Jesse? Like, if she just flicks the the um, mm-hmm. the cloth with the blood on it. Is Genesis going to protect him, or can he manipulate her in any way? Yes. Well, that's what he he, he can w- order her to let him go. Yeah, he wants Genesis, so he uses but the even, voice to actually control her to say like, "Release me." Even if he's not in the same room as her, like if he is across the world and she flicks the thing, it's going to affect him, right? And she can't well, hear his voice. We don't at know. That point. We don't. We, we don't know that. We, we don't. We know. don't know if 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 they're not within proximity of each other. If she can still have that control. Mm-hmm. The thought is know. yes. Yeah, I mean, the thought is probably if you destroy that napkin, then it's going to hurt him. Right, so and, we and really we're going to assume, and we'll probably find out more, that that Grandma knows that if he gets Genesis, he can break her curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's why she was surprised to hear about Genesis. Um, so the, the, so are you thinking that she probably doesn't know what Genesis necessarily is, but she does know that it is No, I think something. she absolutely does know. Okay. I think she knows exactly what Genesis is. Okay. I think um, she was surprised to hear about Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think she had any clue that Genesis and Jesse were had any involvement. Gotcha. Theodore Charles, wherever mm-hmm. did you hear about Genesis? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, she's aware of what Genesis is. Of course, you have to wonder how she knew that. Well, because I still think that she has a direct line to Satan. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We haven't explored. And I think we saw from the previous, Satan's getting involved again in the next yeah. episode. Yes. Yeah, he is. So, see, there's a lot more to explore with Grandma. There is. There is. Well, Satan may she... come, to her, die. come to her defense. How does she die? No, but how does she have the connections that she has? And how does she die? Well, I think she's and she's in league with the devil. I mean, I, maybe she's sold her soul to the devil. And that's yeah. why she has to keep replenishing with souls. Like the devil came down to Georgia. Really, Kim? Yeah. Really? <laughs> he did. He did, actually. I had to go there. <laughs> you actually didn't have to go there. Sorry. No, but he that's didn't. A, it's, it was a natural thing. I might have done it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> The coolest thing that I want to explore, though, is, like, what happens with Jesse and the All-Father. Because now Air Star's, like, all incognito on the elevator saying, 
first things first, you got to kill him. And Jesse's mm-hmm. like, what? Right. And there he is. So well, they like, also came, yeah, he and Air Star came to an agreement that if Jesse gets Genesis back, he's not going to take it out on Hair Star. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Hair Star would bring him to to his soul. Yeah. Promise me you won't make me sleep with you. That's right. <laughs> that was a great line. That was actually a very good line. Yes. <laughs> My question is, if he shoots him, is it actually going to affect all the father? Because it's gonna the bullet might get lost in him somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. We don't know. We don't know anything about the All Father at this Mm-mm. point. It might bounce off. We don't know what powers he has, but he, he obviously has some. You're right. Some powers. Well, his powers could be nothing more than his his complete hold over that whole yeah, um, the organization. organization. Yep. Yep. And you know, maybe Jesse can put a bullet in his head, and it's all over. Yeah. Or like we were talking in the last episode, we were saying the All Father might just be like like any other pope. He can mm-hmm. build a military at, at will if he needed yeah, to. Except a very scary and evil guy. Yes. After he crunched that dude's head by sitting on him. Yeah, that was for touching his mm-hmm. hot pocket. That's for touching his hot pocket. And I don't even <laughs> want to go with that, where that meant. Scott's done worse than that over hot pockets. I know that. Lord have mercy. I did. I killed a kindergarten one time. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. That one had it's- ham in it. It did. Ham and pepperoni. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Hands off, kiddos. My God. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, it's good to have Scott back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yay. Glad he's not just, in the room with me. <laughs> just a wee bit creepy. All right. Um, okay. So we, I think we've covered everything. So why don't we hit into our hidden miss? All right. So my hit is... The whole Acarius stuff. Actually, with Acarius changing the followers into um, vampires and just the whole ritual behind it. And <laughs> I love that he gives each of them their own neck pillow. And that the <laughs> neck pillow has something to do with their personality. like Before they go on their flight? Yeah. Yeah. And end up, end up in the killing field? Right. But it makes... like. He's putting a lot of thought into these neck pillows. So. Well, he's definitely sadistic. Is he really that bad? <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's a sadistic thing. I mean, it's, that's trying to be cutesy before you wipe these people out. Yeah. I know. It's sadistic as hell. I know. And even, I, I like the little details of that whole thing mm-hmm. because even um, Bird Girl is wearing a shirt that has bats all over it, which I thought was a really cool touch. But, um, but yeah, just the, all the little details of that whole ritual. And then when he actually does take them out into the sunlight and you see on the side of the ho- highway that there's um, the outline of people in ashes. Right. The killing field. Right. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. But it makes you yeah. wonder, like, so supposedly he's been doing this for 50 years. How many people has he actually killed and turned, turned and killed afterwards? Yep, evidently quite often because he did two in this episode. All burning in the yeah, in the grass. Because I counted fifteen of those piles of ashes. Oh, was it that many? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was a good bit. You could see him going in the distance a bit. Yeah, and that's yep. you know that that could be like a month's worth of work. <laughs> so Stu, yes. What was your hit? My hit was um, Hitler uh, mapping out his. Um, hierarchy of commanders i mm-hmm. thought that was awesome 
especially since it was all just like the 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 people from the local shops that were going to be taking over and in the same you know in the same commanding force that he had when you know with the ss and all that kind of stuff right. i thought right i thought that was hilarious and then he's like and then um uh the saint killer's coming in there and he's like oh no <laughs> i've had my plan together no <laughs> no i thought i thought that was brilliant i thought that was really well done yeah nice nice yeah i, I really love that one too um but i have to say my my hit was hair star um, whether he was dealing with Grandma or whether he was dealing with Lara, um, his his lines and so forth, how he's placating people or putting them down, it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they just kill me every time. Yeah, every time. Like you said that, or like we talked about at the beginning, that scene when 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 Jesse says goodbye to Tulip, or whatever, and Lara turns around to say goodbye to yes. Hair Star, yes. and she's like, "I'll call you from the car," or whatever. He's like, "Why?" <laughs> well, I'll, I'll text you from the plane. Why? And she goes, I'll talk to you when the mission's over. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's hilarious. That was awesome. Uh, what is his name? Pip Torrance or Pip something? Torrance, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's great. Uh, he's or when great. he said he's, he's going to get her her own show. I, yeah, right. The description <laughs> of it was hilarious. It was, I, I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he was talking about. Right. Yeah, her own television show. I know. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, I, I actually have an honorable mention. Of course. No. But it it, de- it deals with Airstar. Okay. And that was the scene with TC and Airstar. And TC's telling them about <laughs> his possum hat. Yes. Possum and Airstar pulls hat. the phone out. Yeah, and you can hear the dial tone. Yes, yeah, exactly. And TC never leaves. No, he's just like being so patient and polite. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was. Yeah. I love that. He's like, I really like your hat. And he's like, thank you. Yeah. I used to have a hat. It was made out of possum. It stunk terribly. Possum guts. Yeah. I didn't cure the flesh quite right. Oh, that's so good. That was, that oh, was too really good. Well All right, Kim, miss? I have no misses. I loved everything about this episode. I All right, then let's move on from problem. Kim. Stuart, did you have a miss? Good I Lord. I really don't. Cut me off. <laughs> I don't have a miss either. God. Really? No, I really, I, I can't think of anything that, that uh, was objectionable at all. Good. Scott? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I, the only miss I had, and, and again, it may not turn out to be a miss in the end, is the um, the loss of control of Grandma. You know, she just doesn't seem to be as in charge of the situation anymore, which to me kind of loses the influence of that storyline. So, okay. but, you know, that's about that's about the only big issue I had with it. Okay. Is it, I mean, is she losing control because she's giving some control over to air star now or because well, of the no, genesis think, thing coming up or i think it's just a, as as the audience i'm seeing that you know she through the episodes we've been watching she seemed to be in complete control of everything she knew the what was going on yeah. behind the scenes she knew the overall cloud that was over everything but here it's starting to seem like she doesn't know everything in the background and she's yeah. more being more reactive than proactive to things and, well, I mean, uh, you gotta you gotta think that she's living in this bubble of her right. Angelville, and right. uh, times have changed. But I, 
Right, but it makes to me it makes the character less relevant. Yeah, exactly, which is why I keep saying kill her. And that's what I'm saying. That's my miss is they've made that character less relevant. And I think that's that's the thing where, you know, you you say Kim says that um, possibly, you know, she might be um, intertwining with what's going on right now. But I I really have a feeling that they're going to just I'm hoping they're just going to break away from that and move on to something something different. Well, we'll see. So we'll see. Yep. Yep. Um, We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, how, how did we uh, do? We have any uh, listener comments and all we, this week? We do. Eileen McGuire at Lovey McGuire said, "Someone needs their comfort animal on board." Referring to the ladies on the flight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what tulips would be like a wombat or or a Tasmanian devil or something. Yes, like that. Tasmanian devil would be perfect. That would be. Uh, Seth Tillman. Uh, was responding to some of our comments in the last couple of podcasts, which I think we, we talked about, and said, uh, Tulip shot Star and grazed his head in the first and second episode. First or second. Or first or second <laughs> episode, which is right. uh, why he has the penis head now. Right. So, uh, do we have any news, Kim? Is there any news out there that's of interest to our listeners? Well, one cool thing that is coming up in September is that Kim Dickens from Fear the Walking Dead is in a new movie about Lizzie Borden, which okay. looks really interesting. So if you get a chance to see it, I you can should. see her playing Lizzie Borden. She's not playing Lizzie Borden. Damn She's it. actually in a role where she has to cry. She does have to cry. Oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> She's like one of the cursory people. She's, I think, in the uh, just the little snippet that they show, she's like at a. Morning, sir. Yeah, funeral service. For Lizzie Borden's parents. Yes. So it's called Lizzie. It's based on Lizzie Borden's life and the um, crime that she supposedly committed of killing her parents with an axe, 40 wax with an axe. Mm -hmm. So Kristen Stewart from the vampire shows. um, Yes. Buffy? No. No, no, no. (laughs) The, uh, the, the The teen vampire shows that were... Yeah, it was Buffy, yeah. I think. Oh, Anyways. for Christ's sake, what is that? <laughs> I know, what is it? Damn it. <laughs> the one in the Northwest? Yeah. Uh, With the glittery vampires. Yes. <laughs> the- vampire soap operas. <laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus. Vampire Diaries, no. Yes. Oh, anyway. it's like so right there on the tip of my tongue, and I cannot even think about it. Anyways, it's Kristen hot. Stewart's in it, and Chloe Savini. And Chloe Savini plays Lizzie Borden, and Kristen Stewart plays her... Maid slash love interest. I I've never cared for Kristen Stewart. I don't think she's a good actress at all. Same, I agree. Yeah, she's just she brings nothing to it. You know, <laughs> any role she sounds like she sounds like just another girl from from the, from the streets of New York or whatever. I mean, it's just well, there's same. not there's not a lot of emotion in her face either. No, kind of no. like Kim Dickens. Not a lot of acting in her face. Yeah. Yeah. So, it looks like a really cool movie, though. I saw the trailer for it today. So, check that out. Okay. It comes out in September. Twilight. 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 Thank Jesus. you. Good Lord. I Twilight. still have never seen any of that. Exactly. They do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch the um, the preview to The Walking Dead Season 9? Yes. Mm-hmm. I am so excited. Very excited. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's some interesting, compelling stuff there. I don't know if I if I would say I'm so excited. I'm more excited for the Fear of the Walking Dead stuff. Yeah, that's gonna be absolutely. awesome. That the looks tornado absolutely. And everything, yep. That's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I like that agree. they're doing the time jump. It's a year and a half from mm-hmm. now, is what we've been told so far. You know, there's been a lot of progress in the communities, and lots of things have happened. So I'm just. I heard Rick's not going to make it. Maggie finally had that damn baby. Maggie finally had that baby. Yeah. She killed Rick with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rick's going to be dying at some point. <laughs> have we still have we still heard anything about whether uh, Laura Cohen's actually leaving or not? Well, so the interesting thing is, I guess you missed this while you were gone. I did. I did. She... Might be coming back for season 10. <gasps> Please. Kid me? Yeah. I kind of thought that might be the case. So there's no definite yet. You didn't hear anything mm-hmm. other, like any new news over in Europe? We didn't hear here? <laughs> no. No. Okay. I hate to say it, folks. I, I didn't find a whole lot of people in Switzerland that are watching The Walking Dead. Mm. Did you ask? Yes. Okay. I did. Yes. But I they could not understand people. you. <laughs> They're like, please get away from me. That's, that's, <laughs> it's that silly zombie show, America. No English. No English. Mm. I don't watch it because it's placed in southern United yes. States. <laughs> Why would anybody watch the southern United States? Anyway, no, I didn't I didn't get a whole lot of feedback from people over there about their interest in that. But, um, but yeah, so we got... When's Fear coming back? Uh, next Sunday. Is mm. it this Sunday? Yeah. So yeah. you have Preacher and Fear back to back. Oh my God! For Come three on, weeks. give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> you they mean, don't think about us podcasts. You mean <laughs> this oh, doesn't work in my schedule? Are you damn supposed it. to say, "Oh, I can't wait"? Yes, I can't wait to do twenty <laughs> podcasts in two weeks. <laughs> so, but seriously, like, is Preacher supposed to be continuing on? Yeah. Like for like how many? It's got three more. I thought it was only two more. Two or three more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, well, there's ten, right? What were we on I thought seven? there was ten. Yeah, there's ten. Okay, so there's three more. Yeah, there's three more. We got some work to do. And I'll be out of town the next two weeks, so y'all have fun oh, with that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not promising anything, everybody. I'm sorry to say. Do what we can. But y'all could do a combo show. Oh, we're going to be we fantastic. Could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're lovely. Incredible. Scott, I'm relying on you a lot on these. As you always do, Stuart. As you always <laughs> I'm not do. saying I'm changing anything here. <laughs> Just saying I am relying on you heavily. <laughs> so, uh, so next week it'll be just me. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. People missed you. The audience missed you. That's right. He's not the best color man in the business for nothing, folks. That's right. Speaking of which, next week on <laughs> Preacher, which is Season 3, Episode 8... Tom slash Brady. Anvil, Angelville, and the Grail team up to steal souls in New Orleans and Osaka in a last-ditch effort to satisfy Grandma and save the world. Wow. Is this all-out war? I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. And if they have three episodes, then I guess they're going to be extending this one out a little bit. Do you think Negan's going to be there? No, but Saint of All Killers will be. That's right. I am interested to see what the ladies do in Japan. That should be that Me should too. be funny. Yep. Yep. Exactly. 
I think that's the the injection we need for a little entertainment to get out get them out of uh, Angelville and New Orleans a little bit. So also, I guess next week on Fear the Walking Dead, season four, episode nine, people like us. Morgan tries to help Alicia and this fractured group of survivors as a storm brews. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NEM, NEM, Toto, it's a twister, it's a twister. So it, it's it's people like us, not people like us. Hmm. <laughs> I'm really sad that I won't be able to see those next week. Well, you can you can interject, you can send us a little something from... From the fort? <laughs> yeah, the dry tortugas, if you I so really happen can't. to. That's right, Kim's going to be playing with some turtles next week. No, you probably can't, you can't at all. I no. won't have Wi-Fi or cell phone service. It's terrible. Are, are you going to have do? turtle soup? No. Damn it. Not at all. Do you have any food? Maybe not. <laughs> There's no grocery store. There's nothing there at all. <laughs> this a is an island. I- so you're going to a deserted island. Yes. Mm-hmm. With a fort and a lighthouse. Check on seeing how the turtles are doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're probably not going to be doing so well. Probably not. Okay. Hopefully the turtles have something for you. I might get eaten by I a mean, are the, the What? Might get eaten by a shark. Do you need a fishing pole? No. Okay. How about a kayak? Yes, that would Te- be helpful. Teach a woman to fish. I do. And she'll smell like fish. Exactly. Yeah, so if you'd like to help Scott and Stuart out <laughs> next week. <laughs> so we're just asking anybody to come help us out? Yeah. At this point? Okay. All just right. write to us. Give out your us, address. Yeah, get us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. Give us something to talk about, please. Mm-hmm. Contact mm-hmm. Stuart on Twitter, Fear Me Podcast, and Facebook at Fear Me Podcast, and be awesome. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody.